Guys, it's time again to start the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak of Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. And I am the other guy that is not on the regular show, the co-general manager of Rocket Pro Wrestling, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. <laughs> you heard that, huh? Oh, I heard it. You call on this show the independent show we're monday night w i'm trying i'm trying trying to get aware of the idea of like like the regular show but it's like it it, it, it's steve that got in my head a little bit when he called it jfiw and i'm like just don't 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 acknowledge the i the i is just supposed to differentiate what both shows are and ever since he put that in my head, I'm like, I don't want this to be two separate shows. It's not two separate shows. And then the moment DJ said regular show, I'm like, shut the fuck up, no! Like, no! It's all the same, damn it! But anyways, yes. Yeah. Plus, I just did that to uh, crack-wise, if you will, because that's a saying. I may not know the uh, word. Uh, oh, I don't remember what the word. I couldn't remember that Kyle tried to fucking point out for me not knowing. Substance. 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 Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck the fourth mother box, I tell you, man. Anyways. Yeah. Pac-Man's not here. He should be here shortly. Apparently, yeah. you know, fucking now this is like Tuesday night power hour. He'll just come whenever he pleases. I don't know. I blame that on Rocket Pro for getting him in this mindset that, you know, he's, you know, able to do what he wants, whatever. Not you. This all happened before you got here, so I'm not blaming you, Nubby. I just I gave him a certain job. He has other him. has other duties that I will not take him from. Yes, yes. I said duties, and <laughs> duties. Hey, I, that's his their problem. He's my problem. Uh, time for interviews. So that's right. Yeah. So he'll show up whenever he does. But I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be a regular fucking thing. Be here or don't. I don't care. I'm not. Steve will welcome you with open arms when you're late for dinner. You, fuck, you don't show up on time, you don't eat. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Maybe I was just raised differently. He'll probably show up on time on the power hour tomorrow to make up. Oh, probably. Day. Yeah, probably. Yeah, sit there and show fucking memes. I don't, I still don't get it. They got more people fucking doing memes on that show than they got people actually talking. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it works for them. It does. Uh, speaking of Power Hour, they do got uh, Chuck Anderson uh, on this week uh, to kind of talk about Rocket Pro Wrestling. LIM just released a show that talked about Rocket Pro Wrestling. So, of course, we're going to uh, do a show here tonight where we talk about Rocket Pro Wrestling. So, uh, listen to all of them. Everyone has their own point of views and shit and everything. So, it is yeah. what it is. And me being uh, general manager, I do have some things to say. So, that's that right. Sense. Right. There's, a, there's, there's a lot of things I'm hoping you're answering for, like things that are posted up on uh, Facebook, but we'll get to it when Rocket Pro comes. 
We're going to do things ass backwards because, once again, with Pac-Man not being here, he fucks up the whole thing. Normally, we'll save Southland Championship Wrestling for the main event of the show or the final ending. Since Pac-Man's not here with all the information he's supposed to have for his shit, we're going to do SCW first, which is fine because we can run through the card. Uh, Turtle was unavailable to be at the show, so uh, all this is going to be new and exciting stuff for him as well. So any questions you have that I may miss that you want any information on, let me know. Uh, what's cool is we did kind of get uh, an awesome setup for a match happening over at the uh, Mr. Bill Classic on March 23rd. You may have seen it on social media, but if not, the uh, Marche Rocket match that he was going to get is not going to be a triple threat match for the SCW title, which brand new title, new SCW Heavyweight Championship, was awarded to uh, Creed La- uh, Saturday night. Melby, did you have a chance to see it? Yes, I did. It looked pretty spectacular. Definitely, definitely different. Like, it's like a complete difference from what the original title was. And it's like, like I said, like, and it's like for me, because it has like that, um, that certain belt, the strap itself has like that, that, uh, fuzzy inside and thicker and everything. This one seems like more like the kind of straps you see today. So, um, I will miss the old belt because it was unique and it was cool and different, but uh, obviously evolution is a necessity in life. So, uh, not a huge Cubs fan, so the the colors are kind of throwing me off. But that is what it is. It's because it's SCW colors. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it wasn't done intentional, but I just yeah. They are Cubs fans, so even though they're south, but that's fine. Right. <laughs> I think they. Uh, down there, so yeah, no, it's also done in dirt and shit. Um, Love and War started out with high voltage, of course. Uh, we did have three matches KJ Carter, who was supposed to face Turtle, end up facing the Sheik instead. Uh, Sheik, no surprise, picked up the win due to uh, interference from punitive damages. We all seen it before, we all know that's you know an obvious thing. Uh, Apex. Uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny Chaos took on Apex, uh, one-on-one. Uh, Apex got, uh, Chaos into a submission after working the shoulder, uh, after Chaos ran headfirst into, uh, the ring post. Chaos tapped out. Apex did have the win, but refused to release the, uh, hold. Uh, Tommy reversed the decision, and Chaos, uh, ultimately got the win due to disqualification. Uh, what's up? Good job, Tommy, making decisions. Right, right, right. Hundred percent, and I was not involved in that one way or another. That was his decision, so good for him. Something else happened, but we're not talking about it because we're such we're we're having such a good run right now. I don't want to spoil it. So, um, so chaos picked up the victory. <clears throat> you know, decisions, Tommy's decision. Referee final set. Omar had his uh, high-voltage uh, title opportunity against Freiburg, and uh, unfortunately there was a little bit of a knee issue with Omar uh, partially through the match, and Freiburg took advantage of that and picked up the victory against Omar. And, oh, cool. uh, still, I saw Eric, uh, Eric Schultz get involved in that. Uh, did Schultz get involved in that? I'm sure – yeah, he did. Yeah, that's right. Schultz uh, – uh, Hit his knee with the uh, briefcase. I almost forgot about that part. Of the hand, <laughs> just did, but that's fine. 
Well, Fitzgerald's dead, right? To Omar. Said it one time, sorry, you broke up. You went like this with your hand as you were talking about it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is when it comes to punitive damages, so much shit happens on a consistent basis. When it happens, it's almost unrecognizable anymore. Uh, my uh, co-commentator, uh, Chris, Cowboy Chris, he uh, he suggested, and he actually threw up on Facebook, I think you actually uh, commented on it, uh, a suggestion for a six-man tag on high voltage, uh, selecting three people who would we want to see take, well, you guys as fans who you'd want to see against views and damages. Um, I can't guarantee I can make it happen because we try to avoid putting that many people on high voltage at once, but with the way everything's going, I think a special exception can be made. But I thought what I told Chris was you, Omar, and uh, Santana Starks, because Santana Starks did face Schultz on this show, and we'll talk about that here in a minute as well. But I thought that'd be a cool one. Johnny Chaos is obviously being thrown on, thrown around a lot. Uh, El Dorado. Kind of raised his hand. Uh, he's been uh, absent for some time. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if if when his return would happen, but clearly, Novi, you have uh, you have some people that are in the same uh, uh, feelings, uh, appear to damage that you are. So, yep. but that was high voltage uh, show. The Love and War show kicked off. Oh, it's a helicopter. Look at that. Like, what, who the hell's mowing the yard? It's interesting. Hello, show. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> RVP and Angel uh, kicked off the show. This was a rematch uh, for RVP to try to get her title back that she lost back in Halloween. Yeah. During the match, towards the end, Terry Allen's music did hit when he came out. And Angel decided doesn't have to make them take the win, so she had the 10 count. After a miscue from punitive damages, I'm not sure how it works out where Schultz would get involved in Freiburg. So I think the I think the helicopter is interfering because you completely broke up this entire time. Well, that was the motorcycle this time. There's a there's a lot of noises coming from outside. It's nutty. I, I'm assuming you know Red October's happening outside. I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't understand how Schultz could interfere with Sheik and Freiburg's matches and they get victories, but when they try to help Schultz in his matches, he ends up losing. And you can kind of see the frustration on Schultz's face and actually his reaction post-match when he grabbed the uh, briefcase and actually flipped uh, Freiburg's high-voltage title off of his briefcase and walked to the back without that. Um, obviously, being on commentary, I'm up on the uh, the stage, so I'm away from everyone. I'm not quite sure what was said. But it did kind of seem like Freiburg was blaming Schultz for his own loss, which he's blaming Schultz for a while though. 
He does. You know, and it's weird because, like, when you – if you go listen to other wrestling podcasts, uh, I forget what it is. It's like the Funko Pop podcast or whatever the fuck that thing is. <clears throat> uh, huge Pop, something like that. Something Pop, uh, whatever, fucking podcast. I, don't, I can't remember. Um, the guy actually interviewed Freiburg and Schultz on the show, and you could kind of see how even though Schultz is – trying to, you know, collectively make fugitive damages, you know, dominant. Freiburg seems very selfish, and he's focusing more on him being champion. I mean, he does mention the fact that, you know, he would love everyone to be champion, but as long as I'm champion, you know, we're in the right direction and shit like that. And I don't know. Something seems sketchy, something seems off. But uh, definitely after Schultz uh, walked out uh, without punitive damages after the match, it does seem like there's a little bit of issues coming to punitive damages. Good. All agreed. Uh, following that, Logan Steele and VJ Price had their $100,000 body slam match. Uh Steele did body slam VJ Price. Unfortunately, VJ Price did squash the referee in the corner, so he was down when the body slam happened. Because of that, the referee could not call the match to be officially over because he did not witness the body slam. In return, VJ did body slam Logan Steele and retain his $100,000. Well, hey, referee can't call what he can't see. That's right. The referee's decision is final. Nobody should uh, should say any different. In most cases. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, this one, probably very unique. Um, so, Cobra and Mercer for the Genesis title. Uh, Flat Top announced it as a 15-minute time limit. Well, the announcer announced it as a 15-minute time limit. Uh, they did go to the 15-minute time, so it ended up being a draw. Fans wanted to give them one more minute. Flattop wanted to be, you know, I'm saying, hey, you know, I'm new to the power. I'm new to the authority. Cool. You want one more minute? Let's give one more minute. And they went one more minute, couldn't get time. So it ended up officially being a draw after two attempts. Uh, you know, you know Mercer. You know him better than I do anyways. You've been around Mercer and everything. And when Mercer's in a good mood, you can definitely see how, you know him happy, go lucky, him out there to have fun, have a good time and everything. And that was no different in this match. You know, he went out there high-spirited, ready to go, blah, blah. But when the match was over and before he walked out, he was nose-to-nose with Cobra, and that happy-go-lucky Mercer just went away fast. And... Seems like there's a little bit of issues arising between the two. Um, the uh, announcer did have uh, a brief uh, conversation or a brief discussion, interview, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> with Cobra, which I've never really heard Cobra talk before. Didn't even know he could. Um, he mentioned that it wasn't over. So... As far as I know, and I talked to Chris about it, um, and he kind of confirmed it with me, but I'm still not 100% sure, but I want to say I'm right, is I don't believe that Cobra has ever been a champion in Southland Championship Wrestling. 
maybe in the CSW Southland era, but definitely not in the Southland Championship Wrestling era. So I know he's attempted that Genesis title on multiple occasions against multiple guys, but never succeeded to win it. So I think he's finally gunning for that title, and I think Mercer's going to be the guy that he's going to try to take it off of. Well, at this point, Mercer is the only guy they can take it out for because Mercer's been on a roll. Yeah, yeah, he's been a he's he's been a fighting champion, just like you were, you know, willing to fight it, put it up against whoever, whenever. Um, same thing. Uh, I guess this function a little bit like they've never turned down an opportunity, but obviously they weren't there this month. Um, same with Angel, uh, willing to uh, fight when. Uh, you know, when challenged, for the most part, Erica Dierko still wasn't there again this uh, this month, and she made that pretty well known. So, obviously, she's uh, Erica's uh, dodging her. I don't know, fear, worry, I don't know. Uh, your boy, Chris Miller, going one-on-one with Sean Mulligan for that Brewmaster Championship. Kind of a rematch from their Genesis title match about a year ago where Mulligan picked up the victory in that one. Miller looking for something different here, hoping to pick up a victory. Uh, he kind of dropped the ball, though, when uh, he decided to take a swig of Mulligan's whiskey. Ultimately, getting, uh, shot, you know, getting, getting, getting a shot right to the gut, spewing the whiskey out, uh, getting thrown up, getting hit with that cutter. Mulligan ended up uh, retaining the Brewmasters Championship against uh, Chris Miller. Apparently, yeah. You know, he... It looked like he came close. I think he, if he would have stayed on Mulligan, he probably could have been champion. But instead, he wanted to be cocky. He was out there, you know, berating, you know, Shabans, you know, telling him that, you know, obviously Wisconsin's better, Green Bay's better, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Proclaiming that he's the only, you know, you know, drinker, you know, the only real drinker in SCW. And I think if he focused less on, Fan reaction, even if it wasn't a negative way, he probably could have been champion. But instead, he got cocky. He's swigging the uh, Jameson, which I, I believe it's Jameson that he's drinking. And obviously, you know, give him all get enough time to get up and collect himself and pay him. But uh, apparently, focus uh, less on the fans and less on the drinking. And then maybe, but I'll, I'll say this: maybe someday Southland Championship Wrestling put me against Miller. Me and him never wrestled one on one before. There you go. Same. All right. You got to talk to Flat Top about that, man. He could probably make it happen. Flat Top's my boy. Yeah, yeah. He can can make that happen. Um, I also didn't know, or if I did know, I didn't remember, that he has a sledgehammer named Christine. Yeah, I actually DDT'd her once. So I must have known about it, I just don't remember it. Was there crash tested? I I assaulted Christine. So in a weird way, that was my first time assaulting a a female, but it was not a human. It was a a, a sludge. Yeah. So it's got a big top. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Me and uh, me and uh, Chris also got a photo with Miller. Um. Uh, it was a little, little bit nerve wracking because I was uh, I was told to make sure I call the match and call it right. I don't know what Miller meant by that, but I felt like I did a good job. 
Um, he lost, so I did my part. He did do his, but it's fun. He wants you to kiss his ass the whole time. I believe so, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess I can say some positive things about him. I mean, like, yeah, he was at the first SCW show I went to in 2017. Back then, he was more of like a short hair, no beard, you know, you know, kid. I really don't know. How old is Chris Miller? Is he my age? He's like 33 now. Okay, so he's my age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back then in 2017, like, he still looked, he looked like a child, like a, you know, like a, like a Max Blaylock, James Creed kind of child. So I was like, but yeah, no, he definitely, uh, he definitely got, he definitely grew up quick, I guess. Um, but he had a solid performance. Like I said, if he just focused a little bit less on, you know, irritating the fans and more on his opponent, he could have been Brewmaster champion. But he also said that if he won that title, he was going to take it back to Green Bay or take it back to Wisconsin. He spent a lot of time sucking, so. Oh, your words, buddy. Your words. Does Chris Miller suck? <laughs> uh, Benny Vargas and Apex took on Jazz and the returning Matt Dwar. Uh, both Jazz and Dwar uh, hit uh, sliced bread on Benny and Apex. Dwar pinning Apex for the victory. Uh Apex and Benny just didn't really seem to have it together. You know, they really didn't click. You know, they had attitudes, but they really didn't click. And I think that was kind of like their downfall. In the main event, you had Scott Spade, who won the number one contendership last month, uh, taking on the newly crowned James Creed. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, okay, I guess I, I guess I am sure, so. I guess last month, I didn't realize it, I didn't notice it, uh, but uh, I guess James Creed dislocated his shoulder in his main event match, um, because when he came out and took off the jacket, you could see that there's kind of that, the fans uh, gave that like, you know, like like Cody Rhodes torn pack feel, because when he takes his jacket off, uh, Creed was wearing one of those shoulder braces and everything. I know it's not the same to me. It didn't feel the same thing because, I mean, a torn quad or a torn pec, far more severe than the dislocated shoulder a month ago. But I never dislocated a shoulder before. I'm assuming it hurts, I guess. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Never done it. You know, knock on wood, I never have to do I'll worry about it. <laughs> So clearly Scott Spade had a target the entire match, focused on the shoulder. Uh, he somehow blew my mind. Uh, he went for a crossbody, which I don't see Spade really doing crossbodies a lot. He actually left his feet? Yeah, he actually jumped and went to a crossbody, and uh, Creed rolled through it, got on top, and went for a pin and got the three count out of nowhere. So, uh, obviously, Mistress Misery, when she wasn't yelling at the front row, was completely shocked. Spade completely shocked. Attacked Creed after the match, started choking him with that big-ass chain of his. Ultimately, Shaw Mulligan came out to the rescue. Creed thanked everyone for coming out and thanked Mulligan for helping him and told Mulligan that, you know, hey, I owe you one. Thank you. And before Creed could leave and go back to the... uh the locker room, Mulligan stopped him and said, well, if you really want to owe me, you give me a shot at that title next month, you know, at the Mr. Bill. Uh, uh, classic. Yeah, yeah, Memorial Show. Yeah, Memorial Show. 
Um, Creed accepted. Uh, clearly he forgot that it was announced that Marche Rocket would be facing the winner of this match at the Mr. Bill Classic. But again, Flattop wants to give the fans exactly what they, uh, they want. So next month at the Mr. Bill Classic, it's going to be James Creed versus Marche Rocket versus Shaw Mulligan for the SCW Heavyweight Championship. It's going to be a banger. It's it's going to be a solid match. It it's a great match, and I because we already know that the you know we already know what the main event is. Actually, I don't even, I don't know if it was announced what the main event is. I don't fucking know. I could be ruining it right now. I'll probably get a call from SCW. But the fact that this isn't the main event, and what we know the main event to be is to be the main event is uh you know it's shocking to me. But I mean I'm excited to see it. Uh, so if you guys didn't get a chance to be at Love and War and watch what happens, it will be released out on the Southland Championship Wrestling YouTube channel, uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. Make sure you check them out. Um, check out all the, you know, great matches and especially check out High Voltage where during the Apex Chaos match, it was definitely Tommy's decision. No one else's to reverse the decision. Him and him alone. Well, referees can make a judgment call. I mean, that's right. You're not supposed to be doing extra shit after the bell. So That's right. It was a right decision. Good job, Tommy. I taught you well. Him and him alone. He, he's the only one that made that choice. Nobody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and SCW's next show will be the Mr. Bill Classic. It's going to be at the Kankakee Majestic Theater, or the Majestic Theater in Kankakee. Uh, if you guys want to find your tickets, go to Mr. Bill classic.com uh, scroll to the middle of the page and it says ticket right there click on it they got front row second row VIP seating second row seating table seating all still available third uh, third level balcony I believe is already sold out but second level balcony is still available front second general mission and VIP is all still available so check that out it's for a good cause because we are paying tribute to uh, a man who is a legend in the Midwest and I guess professional wrestling as a whole. I still got to learn more about Mr. Bill. I don't know a whole lot, but I look forward to learning over the next you know, few weeks. He's, he was the voice of what, what can I say? Um, what am I allowed to say? Uh, Windy City alum. Okay. Only Windy City alum. Yeah. Well, where's Pac-Man at? He says 6.30, right? Yeah, 6.32. He is late. What's is going on in Hartford? No, what are we, you know, uh, I, I got nothing else to talk about now, this fuck. Well, you can talk about our sponsor. Now, why don't you do that? Do I really have to? Now, guys, this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing comics, whether it be graded or raw, throw them into the uh, cart, go to checkout, use our discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% on your entire order. If you're looking to buy more than one, it's the best time to do it because multi-purchase discount is in effect as well. And you can save an additional 10% on your order if you buy more than one product. 
I go in there, get two or more products, you'll save an additional 10% on top of the 10% from our discount code. And yes, free shipping is included, not just at their website, but also on their eBay account. And a link to their eBay account can be found on their homepage at CarterComics.com. Uh, one other thing I could mention <clears throat> is now we are waiting on Pac-Man. No longer, you know, you know, doing it without him, but now waiting on him with all the other information. Uh, Freaknet Studios came out with a brand new shirt. It is the Nubby Pac-Man 2024. We do it for the fan shirt. I think that's right. Is that the title? Is that the, is that the Maha Kuba Kodwa? We do it for the fans? I think, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Nubby Pac-Man 2024 shirt, kind of, uh, very similar to the Travesty Dizzle J 2024 shirt. Uh, both are now available over at tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW Podcast or Freaknet Studios. Uh, the shirts will pop up and they are available. Um, you'd want to look to get, you know, if you're looking to get the shirt done the right way, my shirt and Dizzle J shirts, should be purchased in blue. Nubbies and Pac-Man should be purchased in red. But the shirts can be purchased in any color you choose to purchase it in. And it also can be purchased in the brand new tie-dye shirt. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> not just as t-shirts, but also coffee mugs, stickers, pins, pillows, bags, uh, phone cases, tapestries, uh, whatever you want to buy it as. They are available right now. At tpublic.com just by searching the JFW podcast or Freaknet Studios. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this way, you know, we'll find out who likes who better based on which shirt sells better. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Have you heard from Pac Man yet? He's jumping on. Shortly, he's setting up. Jesus Christ! Okay, well, until he gets on, let me ask you real quick: um, Do you and do you and Saint actually ever talk, or do you guys just decide shit on your own? And because it's weird, and I'm not agreeing with Saint. I'm not. I think it's awesome that you allowed Maximus Orion to pick. Um. Brian Matthews' opponent. I think fair is fair. I don't agree with the fact that Saint believes you're copying him, but it seems like he didn't know you were doing it. And it also seems like you didn't know he was doing the decision he made. So are you guys still on the same page on how to book these matches and stuff, or is it just kind of like an action-reaction thing at this point? Uh, It's a little bit of both. We're not speaking. Well, more like he's not answering my phone calls or emails. Because I'm trying my hardest to be a team player with the guy, and I have ideas, and it's either he's not listening to my ideas, or he's going to take my ideas someday. I mean, he still hasn't yet. He's been coming up with some dumbass ideas, like this pick your poison stuff, so I decided to counter it. And it's fair. I mean... I think it's 100% fair. It makes total sense. It's, It's... it, I don't agree, like I said, I don't agree with him saying that, like, oh, you're just copying me. It's like, no, you're just trying to even the playing field pretty much, you know? And like yeah. you said, it's fair. Yeah, 100% fair. 
What's that phrase? Uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander or something. That's shit right. Like that. that so, is 100% right. And I'm not trying to compete with the guy. I'm doing my job, and I thought I did what was right. Right. The the one the one thing that I have learned about being a general manager is you can never do it for yourself. You try to do it as much as you can for the fans. I mean, obviously, being a general manager doesn't mean that you have total hundred um, percent unapologetic, you know, power to do whatever you want. You know, there you still got to work within guidelines, and <clears throat> I. I think Damien understands that. He just doesn't accept that. Um, you, on the other hand, I think you already know, obviously, you have history of, you know, running shows, managing shows, and shit like that. So you get how, you know, in a sense, how the game is played. Right. Um, there's still, you know, people that, you know, you guys have to answer to, you know, and I I get that, you know, you were put in place because what Damien has been doing has been going unchecked for so long. Um, it's, I mean, you, you know, you point fingers whoever you want to blame it for. It could be, da- it could be Damien Saint's fault with his own ego. It could be the Shelley's fault for not, you know, rectifying the situation sooner, but it looks like they're now finally trying. And that's why they kind of put you in place. That whole checks and balances, you know, the yin yang shit. So, um, Hopefully he doesn't try to lock you. Maybe not go into an office or some shit during this match. You know, I gotta. I'm gonna stay right by the TV and watch everything. Yeah. Now I'll admit that maybe me putting Ryan, uh, Maximus O'Brien as a referee was a bit for me, but I am also allowed to give handout receipts. Yep. That was my receipt for Ryan Matthews. Mm-hmm. And that's what I meant by Valentine. I, I was just trying to, you know, it was Cupid's Carnage, so I might as well use the word Valentine, but it was really for a receipt for Ryan Matthews for what happened to me at Ball Ball. And there's one more person left, so. You know what? Do you think Damien Saint gave Ryan Matthews a Valentine? I made it. Shut the fuck up, Turtles talking, you idiot. Good to see you too. I don't think Damien Saint. Cares about it. No, but you, you, you care enough to give Ryan Matthews a Valentine's, and that I think that's what matters here. That's that's what people need to focus on. Yeah, and I would have shared the pizza with him, but he was already gone, and I didn't want the pizza to go to waste. So I shared it with the winner, I shared it with the referee, and then I shared it with the fans. And then, I, of course, I had my own piece. Yeah, I was hungry. Why not? Hundred percent. Okay. Backman finally made it since uh, we had to sit here and not wait for him. So don't do that shit again. I apologize. I was out of my control. You know, no, you know what fucking sucks is <clears throat> here's fucking Pac-Man messaging me. I gotta stay late after work, but I can still make it by six thirty. And I timed, I timed out the results of SCW fucking perfectly, and we still had to wait on your ass. This isn't yeah. the power hour, bro. Show up or don't show up at all. Anyways, I'm glad you're here, man. Sorry, work took you uh, took you away from what you're looking to do here tonight. Um, 
we got to cover IPW still. We got to cover RPW still. Uh, but obviously, we got to talk about the fourth mother box because, uh, well, that seems like something Pac-Man would want to do. First off, why the fuck do you got that background right now? Because I'm in a different spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of messy, so would prefer that you guys not see it. Give Travis one little less bit of ammunition. Yeah, my guess is, though, you're sitting at maybe a kitchen table. Uh, yeah, we'll call the virtual background the kitchen table. I'm just wondering why the camera's pointed up at you instead of at you, straight at you. Well, I just wanted you guys to see my Borat shirt. Nice callback to 2006. It looks like you're sitting in a booster seat, which makes total sense. Well, yeah, I I actually grew a little bit since I last saw you, so I wanted (laughs) to show that off. Dumb. Okay, let's talk about the fourth mother box so we get that out of the way. Um... Because they did put a show out Sunday. I don't know if it was middle of the day, whatever. Did they eventually get it out? I did listen to it. I remember some of it. <clears throat> There's only two things about it that I don't like, but uh, I'll save my shit for after you guys because I think Pac-Man, you definitely have some things to say to it. And Nubby, you mentioned before Pac-Man got here that there's something you wanted to talk about. So I don't know which one. Pac-Man start. Go ahead. Um, all I'm really wanting to say is I don't know how Fourth Mother Box is going to top that. I, I know I'm supposed to get a receipt at some point, but, you know, bring your worst. Bring your worst. I think we won this round, no matter what you throw at us. That's all I got on that. Okay. Go ahead, Nubby. So I got, um, pretty much one, one for Tom and one for Kyle. But we'll start with Tom because he kind of grinded my gears a bit when he called out Double J for that joke he made. You know what really grinds my gears? So, Tom, really, you're mad at what Double J said. Why don't you just get your balls out of your wife's purse? Because the entire time since this whole feud started... We've been talking about your wife. We've been talking about Kyle this whole time. So get over it. Get your balls out of his purse and move the fuck on. Now, as for you, Kyle, um, now you're probably going to blame it on audio issues, just like the double J cut. Release the double J cut. But you're going to sit there and say that I had nothing to say that was relevant or whatever last week. And you completely took something that I said wrong again. Now, I said that you were mad at Denny's because they still treated you like a child. Asked if you wanted to order off the kids menu. Learn to listen. But obviously you had nothing clever to say, so you just didn't say anything. But you're going to blame it on audio issues on a new computer. How convenient, Kyle. That's all I got. I believe we – oh, wait, we're on part of the show. Shut the fuck up. Yes, sir. Anyways, um, I can't remember what it was, but Kyle said something about how my name doesn't make sense. Like, he oh, said yeah. – like, because he talks about how he knows, like, definitions of words and shit like that, and he referred to travesty – uh, he described it. He described it with a word, and I can't remember what the hell it was. It's like destroyed, or I can't yeah, remember what the fuck. It was. What was it? 
destroyed. Yeah, or you're gonna destroy something or Yeah, which which that's not the definition of travesty. Like it's not. It's I've always I've always said that the definition of travesty was to mock or ridicule something, and the true definition is the false, absurd, or distorted representation of something. False, absurd, or distorted rep- representation of something. That's exactly what I do. I represent I represent shit absurdly or distorted. That's why my name makes sense. That's that's the shit I didn't get. So. And now I now I now question his intelligence because he just and maybe maybe it's like a synonym what the fuck is the word synonym synonym Syn- thing yeah synonym Syn- uh, yeah synonym substance yeah see this is what I love about this freaking show at least Joe's right there he knows what I'm trying to do here but yeah a substance boom take that anyways. I never claim to be an intelligent fucking person. So I know when I'm fucking words up, I can openly admit that I'm fucking words up. And I'm fine with that because no one's here to hear me spew words in a logical fucking way. I give my opinion. And I, I think that's probably why I swear a lot is because I know how to say fucking instead of preposterous. You, know? you said that pretty good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but... You you can't come at me like I'm an idiot if I can openly admit that I'm an idiot. It's just it's it's just poor taste. Um, Nubby has his opinion on it. <clears throat> In my opinion, Tom could say what he wants if he doesn't like people talking about his wife. Hey, I get it. I feel the same way about my mom. I think I said it one time on this show that they ever mentioned my mother. You know, I fucked their world up because nobody talks about my mom. Not one bit. I'm not Kyle. I won't brush it off and make another fucking like butt humping joke about somebody else's mother. I just won't do it. Um, nobody said anything about me saying that Kyle likes being butt fucked. Like I, I like how that was completely thrown out. Like like not pay attention to saying that he's biting a pillow face down, ass up. Nobody questioned that. I don't remember. Oh wait, they never. They never questioned that. They cared more about, you know, me talking about, you know, mocking them for poo noises again, which they take pride in, which I got, I got no problem with it. It's just goofy, but it's fine. You know, goofy is goofy. Fucking Pac-Man's goofy and he's here and shit. I'm very goofy and I'm grateful you let me be here. Yeah. Um, he, I guess he was impressed with the constant poop last name and the orca, uh, last name. I mean, they, they truly loved the cold open. I think the conversation we had with Coat Rack after that was even better, but that wasn't recorded, so that's lost to the world. Lost um, footage. Yeah. You can't re recreate that. You, you can't, because if you try to recreate it, it'll just be shit. Yeah, because he'll be more prepared. No, no, he'll he'll still fail. I could give him, I, I could tell fucking uh giggles, hey man, in two weeks I'm coming for you again. And he will still fucking fail. But it's fine. It's just who he is. He's a very good... What's the fucking word? Mm, mm. The the people that are in the movie, that they just walk around and have no fucking lines. Background actor. Oh, yeah. Extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's a very good background actor. He's the guy that when fucking people like Gabagool and Double J and even Pac-Man... Say some shit against like Santino 
or the the one girl who fucking uh, leads the idolizers or some shit. Giggles is the one in the back going, yeah. Um, actually, he's going, yeah, no. That's his thing. That's his thing. Good job. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, I got you. Um, I do believe that sometimes they do have interesting inputs on their uh, their fandom of Marvel and DC. Sometimes they say shit, and I also question myself. Other times, like you said, it it could be lackluster, but that could just be the tone of Kyle's voice. It just comes off like, oh, fucking A, okay, cool. And I was just like, ugh. Um, but at the end of the day, just, uh, just know that, uh, the one thing I honestly believe that pissed Tommy off the most came from Pac-Man. And for that, I think you show him an apology. Wait, what did I say? Was it the or- Orca thing? No, you called it Disneyland and apparently he was really offended. So here's what I will do is I will give the most sincere Heartfelt apology for mixing up Anaheim, California with Orlando, Florida. I have never been to Disneyland or Disney World in my defense. We never really went on vacations. We just went to the Dells, Springfield, Ohio. That's all we did. So I don't know these things. I'm a, I will say that is something that is a little out of my depth. And I know Tom, who goes to Disney World five times a day, would have more familiarity with that. So I guess this is me just trying to say I am sorry for not knowing that name of the park that you go to five times a day. Well, here's the thing. It's probably going to take back your apology. Um, Tom has been to Disneyland. Oh, there you go. Oh, he betrayed oh. Disney? With Disney? Yeah. Traitor. Okay. Okay, you can take it back now. Let me know you're taking it back. Uh, Tom, I'm taking back my apology for you uh, going to Disney World instead of Disneyland and me saying that the wrong way, and and I don't apologize. So sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Well, they did go on a record officially saying that they will not be releasing the Double J Cut. So, um, Pac-Man, uh, enjoy your uh, your conquest for that. I don't think it's happening, but... Uh, I have a new conquest. It's, it's hashtag... Get her dog back. Yeah. Oh, That's like, my new I, conquest. If I know you like I know you, you will fucking ride this until it dies. So, oh. For the record, though, Kyle does pay for Disney. I was Kyle actually there. I was there years ago and uh, with both of them. And Kyle uh, bought Tom a pretzel. And they oh, shared yeah. it. They shared it nice. together at the same did time. Did they do the lady and the tramp thing? I cannot confirm nor deny that that it's kind of a private matter. And then when, scoop on JFW. I on one of the, um, I think it was on Splash Mountain. They sat together and you know they take pictures. They did share a kiss on camera. But hey, that's so dude. sweet. <laughs> oh, and yeah, and the whole like JFW flag thing in the background, like I, I don't care that it's off center. I really don't. So. I think it looks great whatever way you want to do it, Travis. Hey, hey you know what? It actually looked good because it looked like it said ew. And you're on the um or the fifth mother crate or whatever. So the yeah. ninth mother crate. There we go. Yeah. So, ew. There yeah. we go. So 
if you guys want to know what we're talking about, go listen to the fourth mother box, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you're wondering the skit that we're talking about, you can, uh, watch it at any time, wherever you watch it or whatever goofy shit fucking Pac-Man said at the end of it, uh, over on YouTube. Lovely so. intoxicated men, YouTube, Bill Shelley, Michelle Shelley, and Maximus O'Ryan, old style sessions. You don't want to miss that. Look back at the last five years of Rocket Pro Wrestling. First five years of Rocket Pro Wrestling. But technically it's also the last five years, sequentially. I, I nailed it. Yeah! Ah, okay. <laughs> Alright, run through IPW, man. What happened, uh, what happened Sunday? Yeah, All right. Were you there? I was. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that you knew what was happening. Alright, yes. So, the first eight matches of the medallion tournament was Russell who won over Christian via distraction from Motivation Mike into a low-blow roll-up. The cool thing about this show is a lot of the matches had special guest referees. So Disco Ray was Disco Ref for a few matches. Jay Vanity refed a few matches. Unfortunately, Damian Gray, league champion, refed a few matches. Nick Diamond refed. Chet was in shambles at that point. I I just need to add that. Chet was there? Chet was there. Okay, do me a favor. But Chet doesn't go to Rocket Pro, right? As far I've oh. never seen him at a show. Give it time. So I don't know how many wrestling shows I'm gonna go to this year, uh, especially with the new podcast starting up uh next month. So whoever sees Chet first next, tell him the fucking Fuck off. I you don't got that, Nubby. Well, wherever yeah. it is, whether if it's CSW, SCW, IPW, if fucking Crash says it comes back, you see him at ARW, n- no matter where you fucking see him. Because, Pac-Man, you weren't here. I don't think we were recording yet. I'll say it again now. Chet, leave me the fuck alone, brother. I don't give a shit about your opinion. What you say to me is fucking invalid. Nobody fucking cares what you have to say. Just sit in your... I'm going to tell you the exact same thing I told the lovely intoxicated men a year ago. Hey, that's Sit us. in your fucking seat and shut the fuck up. Because nobody on the other side of the guardrail gives a shit what you have to say. Just sit there and shut the fuck up. Yeah! My guy. <laughs> we had Crash Money, Corey McHenry. New, the- new Yasher coming soon. <laughs> and I guess that you, you were that loud that Betty uh, heard it. She went, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we had Corey McHenry defeating Coda Camille. I am holding on one second. Who did, who did, uh, who did Lindsay beat? Uh, he beat Christian Torjan. Who That's was the referee, the, right? Right. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Corey McHenry defeating Cody Camille. Uh, okay, not for these people. You got. You have to describe what these people are, so, so I can. So I can fucking imagine. Cash that. money. Corey McHenry, uh, taller guy with the longer dreads. Is that the Cody one Cam- uh, who he wrestles in the Bulls shorts? Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm bored. Gotcha. All right. And Cody Camille was a new uh, wrestler who showed up. 
Uh, man with some power. Uh, Corey was able to overcome it. EJ Swanson had a very athletic match against Adonis Allen with Damian Gray as special referee in that match. Uh, there was, as the show was going on, a brawl going between Joey Dalton and D'Angelo Steele. And Gray was being very much in EJ's corner and tried every trick in the book to try to help him win. So EJ won with the help of the referee. Is EJ a current champion at all? Uh, EJ is not. Okay, is he the one that uh, cashed in on that title that Kid Lad had? Yes. Who has that title now? That would be Nick Diamond. Okay, that's right. Yeah, Nick Diamond cashed on Lad too. God, that kid had no breaks. Okay. Uh, Jay Thunder defeated Gustavo. And Gustavo was very much distracted in this match because Steve was at ringside, still mad about what happened in December with the trios titles when well, Steve put the titles on the line. Wait, who was mad at who? Gustavo was mad at Steve. Okay, that makes more. I thought you. I thought you were saying that Steve was mad at Gustavo. I'm like that was his fault. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Uh, Gustavo did. Hit Steve, knocked Steve down after the match, and mm. was escorted out by Rian. Uh, Prezio, hold on, hold on, yes. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Holding on. I think it was on call for that he hit Steve. I don't think Steve deserved it, even though Steve made the decision to put the titles on the line. You shouldn't strike a person just because you're frustrated. That is mean. I look out for my Freaknet Studio buddies. Yeah! Next, we had Crezio defeating Tad Bro. And James Hurley, in the next match, beat Wade Evans. Uh, Wade had, or Marche was the referee for this match. And chopped Wade Evans, who was shirtless in this match. Twice. And he had, there were more chops in the VFW than a chop house. We then had Kid Lat in Rockin' Rivera. Grit Damian Gray was the ref again, trying everything in his power to get uh, Rockin' Rivera the win. That match went to a time limit draw. Ooh. And taking the place of the Amazing Turtle was Chad Bro, who defeated, who was defeated by Shaq Jordan, with Jay Vanity as the referee. Hmm. The next round had J.R. Lindsay versus Corey McHenry. Now, if you guys remember the past few months, J.R. Lindsay has a new chain that Brittany K stole when he was trying to take advantage. Now, Corey, because of this distraction, Corey was able to defeat J.R. Lindsay. Also, Miles Mercer was the referee and had a whistle and blew it throughout. Next, we had Jay Thunder versus E.J. Swanson. 
Damian Gray was the referee of this match and was just trying to goad Jay Thunder the entire match to hit him so he would get disqualified so EJ Swanson would advance. At one point, Damian Gray banned Jay Thunder from doing the spear. And after a splash in the corner from Jay Thunder, who is very tired of Gray's shit, Damian Gray, once he regained consciousness, disqualified Jay Thunder. And EJ Swanson won by disqualification. For the next few matches, the workhorses were shifting referee duties. It was Dave West and Wade Evans switching off. During the Hurley versus Creezo match, Dalton and D'Angelo Steele continued to brawl throughout the arena into the outside. So nobody was stopping these guys from brawling. They were brawling literally the entire show. Uh, Creezo defeated Hurley with an assist from Wade Evans. Because of the time limit draw, Shaq had a bye in the next round and attacked Creasio, who was he was going to face in the next round, in the semifinals. Uh, Corey was able to defeat AJ Swanson, and instead there was a fight, an uh, argument between Dave West and Wade Evans with Disco Rea as far as who was going to be the next referee which Disco Ray challenged them to a dance-off, and neither workhorse wanted to do a dance-off, so they let him do it. Can't say I blame him. I don't think anybody wants to see the workhorse dance. Seen it before, don't want to ever see it again. Uh, then in the semifinal, uh, Shaq Jordan defeated Trezo by tap-out. Next, we had the Second City Championship match between uh, Joey Dalton and D'Angelo Steele, who were continuing to brawl. And Michael Allen and Rion Skills were caught in the crossfire. Now, Rion, being the information liaison, tried to get restore order back at this point and decided that to punish both men, he decided that because of the, the intensity of the feud, they decided to wait until next month to do the match in a two out of three falls match. Mm-hmm. Fall one was Dalton's choice, which he chose a tables match. The second fall will be uh, D'Angelo Steele's choice, which he ha- was not able to choose because he left. And Michael Allen suggested the third fall given the circumstance of him being hit by Joey Dalton. And that third fall, if it gets to it, will be a last man standing match. Mm -hmm. So each fall will have a different stipulation. Officially, that match at this show was a no contest. And lastly, before the final between Shaq Jordan and Corey McHenry, which, in my opinion, was match of the night. Damian Gray came out 
and said that the whole game is rigged and that he's going to do everything in his power to make sure the new era of IPW wins, which brought out Marche Rocket to whip Gray with a belt and send him off on his merry way. So Marche Rocket was the special guest referee of the Medallion Tournament Final. Again, this was the match of the night. And Corey McHenry came out with the win and is now the medallion holder. He will have at least two, at most two, different cash-in opportunities for any title outside of the league championship. And that was IPW. The next show will be March 24th at the VFW in Richmond Park. Cool. Nice. So how was the show, man? The show was good. It was definitely a fun tournament. I had Double J, Double J with me and uh, sat with Hot Rod for a little bit and it was a really good time. Let's see you guys, though. Yeah. Well, you know, Turtle had shit to do, and mm-hmm. yeah, I had shit to do, so. Yeah, my back's on fire because of it. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I saw you took a picture with a fan. That I did. I was approached by a fan who wanted to take a picture with the LIM champion, and I was happy to oblige. Now, are you friends with him on Facebook? I am friends with Richard on Facebook, yes. Well, you better not unfriend him, because then he'll put you on blast. Yeah, don't unfriend him, man. That I won't. That I won't. I, I, I was good. It was fun. I was glad he, he asked me. I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool. What? Because no one else would do it. Exactly. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I did. Genuinely, I did appreciate. It. I thought that that was cool. We talked a it little is, bit. About you know what is nice, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, dude, dude's a huge fan of taking photos with retired wrestlers. Yeah, and I'm. I've been told I'm one of those. Yeah. Hey, um, rumor has it uh, somebody might be in attendance for the Mister Bill Classic. That is true. Me and Mister Tony Gabagool, uh, we might go to that. I look forward to introducing you to all the Wind City alums as a former professional wrestler. You're totally going to do that. I know you're totally going to do that. Because if I, if I know veterans in this business, like I know veterans in this business, they'll get a chuckle out of it. I feel they totally will, and there will be no repercussions or heat or anything like that at all. Sure, it'll Absolutely be totally not. fine. For me to go up to a group of guys who put their bodies on the line for 20-plus years and say, hey, this kid right here is just like you. Ask him. And then I'll be like, yeah, I do, I, I do some things and stuff. You know what's goofy? You know what's goofy? What's and I was thinking about this uh, the other day. <clears throat> I don't know why, but in my head, like, because when we were talking, you, you, uh, I mentioned earlier on the show all the different available seats and stuff. And uh you and Gabagool may be mentioning sitting on the VIP section, which is on the stage with all the Windy City alum guys. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, in my head, I'm imagining you guys sitting up there with, like, all these old geriatrics and shit. And in my mind, I'm like, these dudes are maybe, 
maybe in their like fucking like late forties, early fifties. Like, why am I thinking there's seventy year old fucking men out there? There might be a few. Like, maybe, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm sure there. But like, I'm saying, look at this. I'm like, I'm like, I talk to Terry and Hunter Payne on a regular basis, and these are Windy City dudes. And they're not that fucking old, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, they're going to be guys who are going to need to be ushered to their uh, their seats, and you know, offered fucking like quilts and applesauce and shit like that, and you know, trying to figure out how long the show's going to go because it may be past their bedtime or something. Like, I'm like, they're not that fucking old. But yeah, 100. I'm going to introduce you to them like that. Like, hey guys, okay. uh, this this is Pac Man. He is a retired professional wrestler. Uh, undefeated in this business, and he believes he is just like you. And I'll be hauled into some wrestler tribunal. Yeah, I'm going to walk away at that point because I don't care what happens after that. Thanks for looking out for me, buddy. I appreciate it. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, what's left? We just got to talk about Rocket Pro, right? I also have some Wrestle League stuff. Okay, well, what do you got from Wrestle League? Wrestle League will be having their anniversary show this Friday, March 1st, at the Raven Room, 4702 North Ravenswood Avenue in Chicago. Doors open at 7.30. Bell time is at 8. Tickets are $25 on the Raven's Room website. And there is a train. I pledge. Yeah. So here's the the thing. Who's responsible for Wrestle League? That would be me. Okay, so how do you not have the whole match card and only partial I've, match I card? I picked the card. I got the matches that they've announced so far because I know we've so done that from other shows. Yeah, but so why don't you just reach out to them and say, hey. I, I, I did. I did try to reach out. Did I you? Anything did back. you? I did, Friday, yep. Okay, so for all you Wrestle League fucking wrestlers and fans and promoters and bookers who are listening to our show right now, we want to promote the entire card. So help us out. Any wrestling company out there that we fucking talk about, get us to wrestling cards so we can talk about the entire card, not just two or three fucking matches. I got like four. That helps. Don't. It's but is it a four match show? That I'm not sure of. Exactly. You know, I was like, we could only do so much. You know, we want to try to do the best we can to promote the shows that people are putting on. So if we reach out. Give us the match card. Let us fucking promote you guys as much as we want to. So go ahead, Pac-Man. All right. We have in a in the first match, Tully Bertarelli and Motivation Mike will be going up against Kid Lat and a mystery opponent. Or partner. mystery partner. Like a partner of his choice or somebody's going to appoint it to him? Uh, I believe it is a partner of his choice, if I remember correctly, from the post in the promo. Gotcha. We also have Quinn Wittick versus Mr. Anderson. Anderson. In addition to that match, we have the match that honestly everybody is talking about right now. The most highly anticipated match on this show. It's Brittany K versus Jade R. Lindsay. Travis. How up to snuff are you on everything going on with Brittany and JR? I saw a video of her watching a video of him stealing a dog while drinking wine. 
That's about it. Wait, is this what uh fucking Steve and Rian were talking about last week when they say he got kicked out of his house? That is what was being discussed, yes. He got kicked okay. out of their house. Those are the only two things I know about. I assumed when they said he got kicked out of his house, they were talking about his parents' house. No, he is definitely talking about the situation going on with Brittany K. Because apparently okay, he, he went back to the house, stole the dog. And that's the thing that everybody's been talking about. There have been Why two did he steal the dog? To get back at her for kicking him out of the house. Well, why'd she kick him out of the house? Because at the last wrestling show, JR speared her halfway across the ring. So they were dating. They were dating. They broke up. Very ugly breakup at the last Wrestle League show. Oh, so she's single. And she is. Now, here's my question to you guys. There are two different hashtags going out around. Hashtag give her dog back and hashtag keep the dog. What's What side are you guys on? I mean, there's a lot of variables. Is it a male or female dog? I believe it is a male dog because he has said good boy, good boy. How old is the dog? That I don't know. Yeah, see, there you go. You know, this is like an this is like a old dog. I mean, like, who the fuck would want it? If it was a female dog, fucking, you know, throw it away. I hate fucking female dogs. Um, not that they're bad. They just fucking, I don't like dog nipples. Um, but, uh... <laughs> what? What, what's the problem here? Just that, that out of context. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't I, like I just, dog nipples. Travis T. Okay. As a side note, I had a conversation on Saturday with four very annoying women. That's a lie. Two annoying women. That one, uh, uh, one of them has the daughter and that daughter had a friend. So these four people are talking about like animals, like, like they're family members and they dress them up and all this goofy shit. And I had to tell them the same exact fucking thing. Like, absolutely not. My dog is a pet. I own that pet and it's a boy and it's always going to be a boy. I'll never own a female pet. And when that's why I told him the same damn thing. I don't do dog nipples. Fuck no. Um, but at the same time, stealing a dog is kind of a shady way of fucking going about life. It's a kind of goofy fucking thing. And that's another thing too. What's the, there's factors, man. Whose dog is it really? Is it her dog? Is it his dog? Is it their dog? See, there's factors. So if it's his dog, yeah, he had every right to take it. If it's her dog, he shouldn't have taken it. And if it's their dog, then he probably should return it as well or find some mutual compromise on what they do with the dog following up. But, I'm going to tell her right now, having a dog is a lot of responsibility, and it could prevent you from going out and meeting some other single men, like Pac-Man. I am a single man. You are a single man. Would you, uh, would you, what's her name, Brittany K? Yep, Brittany K. Is it Brittany K? It is Brittany K. Isn't that uh, one of the fucking Iconics name? Uh... Sounds familiar. Anyways, would you date Brittany K. Pac-Man? I mean, she is a fantastic professional wrestler. I'm just saying, she seems pretty cool. She seems cool. I'm just saying, like, if if an opportunity came around to go on a date with Brittany K., would you say no? 
Probably not, no. Right? And what's J.R. Lindsay going to do? Fucking Russell shuffle you to death? He'll be fine. Steal my Dude's, dog. Yeah, that dude's soft as fuck, bro. No, I wouldn't worry about it. Nubby, where do you stand on it? Yeah, do you think Pac-Man should go on a date with Brittany? No, King? no, the dog. Hashtag get her, give her dog back or hashtag keep the dog. I mean, first, I think I should, but that's another story. Um, there you go. Give the dog back. Yeah, give the dog back. I agree. Well, he broke, he broke in the house. Yeah, that's petty. He, he was kicked out, so. Well, see, that's another thing, too. Whose name is on the lease of the house or the mortgage of the house? Uh, There's variables. See, that's the same. It's it's all such a questionable thing. Did he really break in, you know, or did he have a key because his name's on the – there's so many different factors. But the thing is, as a man, he went about the wrong way. He shouldn't have went in and took the dog and fucking fled. That is definitely a shitty thing on his part. So, yeah, 100% I'd say uh, give the dog back. Yeah. I am also in agreement, as is my team partner, Mr. Maximus Orion and P Generation Max. So we're all on the same page here. Yeah. Why don't you uh why don't you show her how much you care and get that dog back for? Ooh. Mm. Right? Just, well you're thinking about that. <coughs> just the whole hashtag gimmick? My idea. I will say that that was Turtle's idea. I cannot claim any credit for that. And it and it, it it went viral like like a and, like an and, infection. And my shuffle is better. Let's see it. Let's see it. We have video. We're our video podcast now. Yeah, we're our video it. podcast. Let's see a little something. I want to see it. I ain't doing it now. Yeah. Wait. 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 What if I? What if I play your theme song? Yeah, Dan. Dan, you, you don't shuffle to the shuffle shot. Dance me, baby. Wait. Hold on. I got. I got this. Yeah, and I can keep the other way. I'm glad we are a video podcast now. Word. <laughs> Word. And lastly, we have the main event of this show. We have Jesus Desafio, the uh, Wrestle League champion, going up against Alfredo Belize. And there is the, these matches and more coming up this Friday at the Raven Room for the Wrestle League Anniversary Show. 4702 North Ravenswood Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. Doors open at 7.30. Bell time is at 8. And tickets are $25 on the Raven Room website. Awesome. Yeah, buddy. It's funny. You play that that song. You Mm -hmm. might just hear that Saturday. I might. Speaking of Saturday, you know what Saturday? It's Rocker Pro Wrestling Shamrock Showdown. Not Shamrock Shake like Tony Baba Ghoul Ross kept thinking it was. So, 
This Wait, man, I, I forgot. Yes. I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole LIM podcast. I got halfway through it. Is there green beer? It sounds like in, I have good authority that there should be some green beer. Okay. Yes. And Bill Shelley pe- might go to that. I know people are, I know people are wondering, will there be green beer? And there will be. Will there be? It sounds like there should be. Are you confirming for a fact that there will be green beer? I will neither confirm nor deny, but yes. It sounds like that's the case. That sounds like the guy I know. Yeah. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So we have Shamrock Showdown this Saturday. Oh, yes. I confirm that there's a chance there will be green beer. There's a 100% chance that there's a 50% chance that there will be green beer. There's a 142 and two-thirds percent chance of me beating Kurt Angle at Sacrifice. Yeah. The numbers 50%, don't lie. 50% of the time, it works 100% of the time. <laughs> I love Lamp. Uh. <laughs> I love Carpet. Hey, Nubby, you want to... Want to go to a pants party? No, I have. You know, a party with pants? (laughs) I fucking love that movie. Rocket Pro Wrestling, Shamrock Showdown, this Saturday. March 2nd at St. Joe's Park, Joliet, Illinois, 700 Theodore Street in Joliet. Uh, doors open at four, bell time is at five, tickets are $15, general admission, $20 for front row. Now, following this show, there's only two more left of the season, correct? April, May, May's the last show, right? April and May, May, and there will be fan access at the May show. Awesome. So the show will start a little earlier. Awesome. So yeah, so we're, we're cutting, we're, we're getting close to the season finale here. That we are. And, all right, so what matches are happening? We have first match. The tag team match is the TDC Civil War between Connor Hopkins and Damian DeShane versus Brooks Berna and Old Evil Christian Rose. Now, last, well, two months ago, because the Coyotes weren't on the last show, yeah. uh, Berna shifted his allegiances over to Christian Rose. So now it was everybody against Christian Rose to start the season. And now it's Hopkins and DeShane versus Rose and Berna. Yeah. So where where do you think Bucky Collins is gonna fall into all this? Because it was Bucky that kind of put the idea yeah. in Berna's head. Which is weird to think too, because Bucky and Rose had such issues. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how did Bucky? I see that, and, it, and that's the thing like where it blows my fucking mind. It's like. Like, Bucky said something to Berna that ended up him choosing Rose over the other guys. So it's like, maybe did Bucky yes. never, never hate Rose? It was just a misunderstanding kind of thing? Or maybe this is his plan the whole time, because he just wants to split up the Coyotes. Oh, good God. Because if you remember back last May, Bucky Collins broke Christian Rose. Mm-hmm. And made him lose complete control. So that's where all of this started. And even with all of that, 
Bucky still tried to make him continue that onslaught. Even after that. Yeah. So you said, that, last, you said last May? That was last May, yes. Yeah, commentated that show. You did. You're I on did. the Tron for that. I did. The world, world's longest uh, entrance for uh, commentator. And part, of, <laughs> and part of that is in the intro of Rocket Pro now. That's right, with my name spelled wrong and everything. Yep. Yeah! 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 Next, we have the Ringmaster's Funhouse with special guest Shelly and main event Steve. Yeah, what's the purpose of this? So, nobody, everybody in RPW was caught off guard. Turtle, you didn't make this a thing. Damien Saint didn't make this a thing. The Shellys didn't make this a thing. The, it's just a thing that's happening? It's just a thing. The The three rings and the ringmaster come and go as they damn well please. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, we know, because, okay, so we know that the ringmaster's going to be there. We know, we're going to go over it here in a little bit, but we know Max Sinister's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But we don't know about Machine or Grin. That we don't Grin, know. Grin, Grin, yeah. Grin, yes. Grin, yeah. I was thinking of uh, Nate from last week's Power Hour. Okay. Grin. Yes. Okay. So that is also happening. We don't know what that's going to look like. When I spoke with Shelly last week on the Lovely Intoxicated podcast, she has no idea what to expect. I'm sure you'll hear tomorrow on the Power Hour that Steve doesn't know what to expect. Yeah, I'm sure Chet doesn't either. Chet Gunderson, the guest of the Power Hour tomorrow as well. It's fantastic. It's about time. Also, you know what? I do have one thing to say to go back to fourth mother box really quickly. For that Chet pick, that no Chet picture, fuck you. That's my, that's my, that's my stance. Dude, I, I agree with them on that one. That guy. He's so dumb. Listen, here's the thing. He is the mayor of Cermak Road and he is Job and he brings the old style and he comes from the Czech Republic to Make sure that the show runs smoothly. And the show does run smoothly under his watch because he is job. And he has that experience as the mayor of Sir Mac Road. A 19-mile stretch of highway, by the way. When you say run smoothly, you're just talking about only a portion of the show runs smoothly. He makes sure that all of Rocket Pro runs smoothly. He is the CEO of Rocket Pro Wrestling, after all. Okay. A woman just got beat up last month, right? He was he was in he was in the Czech Republic. Okay, He's dealing so he with some he stuff. He wasn't there last month, right? Okay, cool. I'm just just checking. He was dealing with some stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So it's it's not on him that somebody got beat up last month. Okay. He runs the business end of it. Gotcha. 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 So next we have a tag team match with the suburban German Joseph von Jaeger. And a mystery partner versus Youth Gone Wild, Matt Creed and Tom Heisman. Damien Saint made this match after the brawl between Jesus de Safio and Joseph Von Jaeger during my first interview with them, with him, with Von Jaeger, pronouns pal, at the, after the last show. Now, what Damien Saint had said regarding the mystery partner, it is somebody who is on the active Rocket Pro Wrestling roster. 
But it's Damian Saints choice or it's Von Jaeger's choice. It is somebody who said they were willing to they wanted to help Joseph Von Jaeger. Unvolunteered. Okay, but it's not Jaeger's choice. It's somebody it's, said, Hey, I'll team with them and Saints like, yeah. That is that's yes. Oh, so that seems straight up. So it was Saints choice to allow it. Like just out of curiosity, uh I mean like not to name, you know, certain people, but let's look at the uh let's look at the roster. You got uh uh you got uh, what um you got the the hairless cat. Uh you got uh you got the bear hug. You got Schultz. Um you got uh Kings of the Six. So I mean really any one of them could have went up to Damien and said, Hey, I'll team with him. That's a possibility. I, I don't mean, see this being fair and uh on the up and up. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just overthinking it too much. I mean, when we were talking about this on the Lovely Intoxicated podcast, a lot of the guys seem to think that it's Rion. Now, the one thing you gotta remember is technically Rion is no longer part of the active Rocket Pro Wrestling roster after the events of the December show. I know. I, I also said I thought it was Rion when this uh, came out. I was the first person to say it. That you were. But I don't, like I said, thinking about a lot more, realizing, hey, he just said it's an active member of the roster. Rion's not an active member of the roster anymore. Um, but... There's a lot of assholes on that roster who would, you know, probably use the opportunity to, you know, put one over on the it was inter county uh, champion. Inter county champion. Yeah, so. Uh-huh. Next, we have a six man tag team match that was made by Turtle. Yep, that's me. The, the Hawaiian hitman Koalaksamata, Shaq Jordan, <laughs> and. Rocket to the top briefcase holder, Gunner Brave, versus the undeniable of Eric Schultz, Devin August, and Skylar Reed with J. Beck the Paycheck in their corner. Okay. Obviously, Kaylee's will be there in the corner of Koa and the other side. Right. Uh, Nubby, what's, what's your thoughts on uh, people getting involved in this match <clears throat> as far as J. Beck and Kaylee's? Like, the overall goal is to, them not to be involved at all. But. We you know knowing the type of person Koa is and knowing the type of person Kalise is, we see seem like a thing that they would want to aim for. But should they err on the idea of, you know, react, don't act? I mean, they can. I I'd say use their the right judgment. I There's no telling what's going to happen, and I don't want to be the guy to say, you know, you know, tell Khalees not to react or act on anything. Action, reaction, and consequences. Interesting. Um, Zero. So I just, I'm going to let it play out, and whatever the referee's decision, if he sees anything, let it happen. I mean, uh, well, we because we saw the video posted earlier. We saw Kaylee and Koa training with Apex. 
clearly they're getting ready for something, but the question is, are they getting ready? Is Kaylee's getting ready to defend herself from another attack or to find an opportunity to, you know, get involved in this match unprovoked this time around? Obviously, we saw, you know, her get beat down last month. We saw that. Luckily, it looks like there was no permanent damage to her in any way. She seemed 100% fine and good to go, uh, especially after the attack. You think getting bear hugged and leg dropped that, you know, there'd be any kind of damage, but it just shows the toughness in her to be able to walk around without any sort of injury. It just makes me think that knowing the type of people that these guys are, especially hanging around a guy like Apex, you know, will, you know, keep a submission hold on what you think is a friend longer than you're supposed to, even when the match is going on, that, you know, they're going to get involved in a match. And regardless of what happened last month, I don't think that should justify her getting involved in a match this month. I'm not saying she will, saying it's a possibility. I mean, the best way to really say, and I guess we can, I can give advice to Kaylee, is... Yeah. I'm not going to stop her from getting her revenge. But just remember, if you care about winning, you better wait. If you do it after the match or even before the bell rings, it's fine. I'll allow it. But if you do it during the match and you get caught, sorry about your luck if you care about winning. I mean, I don't think she cares. I don't think Cole is going to care. But see, yeah. Well, and it also comes down to is like I mean, Grant. These three guys all have like the same goal in mind: being Rocket Pro champion. One has a briefcase to cash it in whenever he wants. Um, I'm just curious on if their focus is going to be on this match or their focus is on getting through it and getting back to, you know, Aaron Stone. Because I don't see Yo Gunner Brave and uh, and Shaq Jordan going into this match is like, we need to defend the honor of Kaylee's. I don't think they really give a shit. In all honesty, I think they're just going to wrestle the match because they're booked into it. But deep down, I don't think they're going into this match thinking like, we need to do what's right on behalf of Koa's manager slash valet slash fiance. I don't think they're going to put themselves in harm way for that shit. So it's going to come down to basically Koa having to, you know, fight this match with the hopes of these two guys given any kind of shit about it. Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That man? There we go. <laughs> That's what I had to add. You got, you got no other, you got any inputs on any of this? Um, I mean, should Khalees get, they, should, should Khalees get involved if she's not provoked? I mean, she would be in a position where a receipt is, Potentially justified. Yeah. Now, so, yes. yeah. Okay. Now, when it comes to Shaq and Gunner Brave, I mean, the undeniable has been getting in their way too. Gunner Brave attempted to cash in on Aaron Stone at the end of the last show, and that was foiled by the undeniable. Yeah. And Shaq Jordan has been also going after the undeniable in various situations involving Aaron Stone, involving Maximus Orion, now involving Gunner and Koa. Yeah, see, I disagree with what you just said, though. 
I don't see Shaq going after the Undeniable. I see the Undeniable constantly going after Shaq and his title opportunities. Hmm. You know, like, I'm not, I don't see Shaq running out there and beating up Undeniable guys just because, you know, it's all willy and nilly and shit. There's only one group of people who are going out there and just randomly beating people up because they're either told to or they feel it's the right thing to do. And that's the Undeniable. Shaq Jordan isn't going after the Undeniable. He wants to go after Aaron Stone, who also has an issue with the Undeniable. Same as Max Russell Ryan. He's going out there to save Max Russell Ryan, not beat up the Undeniable because Shaq Jordan's a good dude. Breaks fucking light fixtures, but good fucking dude. You know, just it, yeah, like I said, like, I just don't see this as like, uh, well, you know, we need to go in there and we need to take down the Undeniable because you're only fighting this, you know, small section of the Undeniable. There's still, what, three or four other members somewhere that isn't involved in this match alone? That's true. But also, too, when you really think about it, I think a lot about, you know, certain things that Rian has said in the past about how the undeniable, you don't know what kind of an army Damian Saint is trying to build. I mean, let's look at Professor Blackburn, for example. Last month, he invited Tom Heisman to commentary, Uh and... You know, it was very, very strange, especially after he jumped after jumped jumped the barricade and forced Shelley out of commentary. Okay, but it's not on him. But it is it is strange because Professor Blackburn usually doesn't get involved. It was unusual for Blackburn. <clears throat> well, maybe he wants to be more involved. You know, when I when I sat down and commented to that dude. He, when I said the last minute, I talked with him and everything. He told me how much he appreciated commentating with me because I give him an opportunity to talk. Steve is a great fucking commentator, but Steve has a tendency to start and never stop, which is great as a commentator. Dude has so much insight into the business, and he has so much he wants to say. He brings the action. It is a fantastic way of doing it. But there are times where sometimes Steve talks a little bit longer, and until, unless he throws it to you, he's going to keep on fucking going. Um, So maybe just Blackburn, he told me, he's like, he's like, you know, it's nice, I get to actually say some shit here. It's like, well, yeah, I'm the new guy here. You know, he's, he's the veteran commentator. I'm just a guy filling in once, you know, so I'm not going to over-talk him and all that shit. Like I said, sometimes I think Steve does do that. Not intentional, but just because he has the passion to be a commentator. Shelly, also, very passionate. It's her business. She wants to talk. So this dude just, you know, he's just kind of there to fill in the silent spots. But as a whole, and it was mentioned, you said it yourself on your podcast this past weekend, the Shelly's own the company. I don't see a commentator kicking the owner out of commentary unless they were okay with it. So how... Heisman did have a bat, though. So? And He's not going to have... Nubby, were you cool with him being on commentating? Did you have a problem with him being there? All right, so... It's Am hard I to missing say, something? It's hard to say if I had a problem with it, because he is a member of the Rocket Pro roster. There is no denying that he mm-hmm. is a member. Him and Matt Cree, the entire team, they are members. So, and we encourage everybody on the roster to do commentary. Now, which is a great thing, by the way. 
it was awesome. He was he was not scheduled to be there, mm-hmm. and we saw him come through the crowd. So if he came through the crowd, so he must have paid it to be there, which also means you are a fan. So you did not sign in on the staff sheet, so you did not belong there. Again, we encourage wrestlers to do it. At that on that night though, he was not an active member of the roster. But if Shelly allowed it, who am I talking? Yeah. As a disclaimer though, to those listening out there, if you're a fan, do not go to commentary. Yeah, stay away. Yes. That that it's not an open invitation. Even if you're a professional wrestler, comes as a fan and goes over to the table, that's a special circumstance. You as a fan are not allowed to go to that commentating table and sit down. Do not fucking do it. So, just as a disclaimer, I know there are people out there thinking, "Well, if, you know, if you could go, shit, or not, not, not just pointing fingers and naming names. I'm just saying, you know, if I could, you know, over there and I say some things." Just saying, anyone out there, just don't do it. Um, but like I'm saying, I, you know, Steve was there. Steve's going to protect fucking Shelly any way he can. And Shelly is the owner. She had a problem with it. She probably would have said something. But I know Shelly loves having different uh, wrestlers over there, too, and doing their commentating. It's fun, and it's entertaining, and it's different and unique. Um, but at the end of the day, no, I... I think Cole is going to have to watch out for himself. I don't see the other two. They're just going to get through the match, get it done, and refocus on either uh, Stone or Michaels, depending on who's going to walk out uh, later on that night. So, But I could, it's just my opinion. I could only talk about what I see through my perspective. So, I don't know. But the other thing to keep in mind with this match before we go on to the next match is we also have Devin August and Skylar Reed. And there definitely seems to be some dissension between those two. Because if you remember last month, Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of hesitation from Skylar Reed at the end of his match. Which one's dresses Wolverine? Is that uh, Devin August? That is Devin August. Skylar Reed is the one with the Canadian shorts. Gotcha. The last, the last thing I ever saw with Skylar Reed in it was him being left alone in the back after Devin and Saint walked away. Kind of seemed like he was an afterthought to uh, Damian Saint. I have no idea what, was, what has been going on with him since. So it's he's almost become an afterthought in the whole undeniable scheme of things. Maybe he's starting to realize that, you know, maybe, maybe Damien picked a favorite and Skylar Reed's starting to not appreciate that so much. Maybe yep. he feels like the Genetti. Mm. Yeah! There we go. But going on to this next couple matches, because this was one of those dueling GM making pick your poison matches. There was Ryan Matthews, who will be in a pick-your-poison match. Max Missile Ryan will be in a pick-your-poison match. And each man will choose each other's opponents. Gotcha. Well, with you being one half of uh, P-Generation Max, who do you think Maximus will choose to go up against uh, Matthews? I mean, honestly, it 
could really just thinking about all the people that my good friend and partner in P Generation Max thinking Nubby, who do you think Maximus Orion might pick uh as uh as his partner or his opponent to face Matthews? I honestly would pick another undeniable member. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You see how that's answered, fucking Pac-Man? Well, I was going somewhere with that. I, yeah, I know. You you were going to be muted. That's where you fucking ended well, up. Well, I want I want muted. Yeah. I will I will give there you one more shot. Just give me a quick just give me a quick who you think he would pick. You know, that is a good question, Travis. And I think it's going to be muted him again just for the it's gonna, it's, I think it'll be someone on the Rocket Pro roster. I actually have no idea. He has not told me his thinking on this at all. So he's very he's playing his cards very close to the chest. If well, I know I mean, right, he will wait for the last minute. Well, it's solid. You know, it's a solid choice. So the thing is, like, you gotta figure out who's available, who's not already wrestling, and or who is wrestling as we willing to wrestle a second match. You know. Who hates the undeniable so much that they'll be willing to wrestle? Maybe twice. See, there you go. But you got to stay as impartial as possible. Sam. I know. I know. But you already gave your receipt to fucking Ryan Matthews. I did, but yeah. I'm not going to turn down the fight either. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, I'll go out there. Uh, well, we know Shogun's gonna be in a tag match. We know Shaq Jordan's in a match. We know Stone's in a match. Uh, fuck, I mean, how many? Marche Rocket's not gonna be there. So, yes, it will be Chris Logan and Max Sinister going up against Warhaus, who are making their Rocket Pro Wrestling return. They have not been seen in Rocket Pro Wrestling since Kicks on 66 2022 when they faced TDC. Previously, they also faced No Coast for the Tag Team Championship at Resolution 2022. So these are guys who have been in Rocket Pro before and have some familiarity with it. It's goofy to think that this is the second title defense in a row that the final level won't be together. Is that right? Am I am I getting that wrong, or is that right? That You're is wrong. the it's it's the second since Red. Resolution, they weren't together, and that was Machine that took over January, for Shogun. Okay, so January, January and March. Okay. And last okay, month so was together. Heroes of Our Time. Okay, okay, so they did team together. They did team yeah. together at February. Okay. This okay. So Machine, okay, so Machine was with uh, Marche in January. Sinisters with Shogun. So it just leaves what? Grin to fucking team up with somebody? Right. Yeah. I didn't know that was going to happen, but it's interesting. Maybe, maybe he's the one teaming up with Von Jaeger. And the answer, and like I said, and I said three rings. Uh, you know, we know two of them are going to be there, but we don't know what's going on with uh, Machine or Grin. But interesting. <clears throat> yeah. And last but not least, the main event of the show. The master of the Chicago Bear Hug, as seen on WGN, Steve Michaels, who will have Damian Saint in this corner, going up against the Dreambreaker, Aaron Stone, for the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship. 
I don't agree with Damian Saint being out there. I really wish he would just let it be for one time. Let Steve Michaels fight on his own. He can do it. Saint doesn't need to be out there, and I wish he would just stay out of it. But I mean, Damian, I mean, Nubby, you could you go you could go be in Stone's corner. But why should I? I mean, why not? You know, be out there with your fans. You know, start waving to some fucking people. I am a manager. Shake babies, kiss hands. Yeah, I walk backstage watching the show. Yeah, well, I mean, fucking Pac-Man could do it. Anyone could fucking do it. Of course, Pac-Man fucked that up too. But wait, what did I do? Breathe. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm in your mouth. God, to stay in. I have one of those. That's what I'm asking. I am being, I am really asking him right now. Damien Saint, please stay in the back and do your job as general manager. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> but I mean, let's think about it this way too. I mean, clearly, the undeniable are going to do whatever the hell they damn well want to get what they want. We saw it last month when Steve Michaels made Koa say I quit by having Kalise in the bear hug. Mm -hmm. Now, we saw how far they were willing to go to make sure that Steve Michaels was going to be the man across the ring from Aaron Stone how far are they willing to go to get that RPW championship? Because if you really sit there and you really think about it, Damian Saint has that obsession with that title. Because if you remember even last season when Quinn Wittick was the champion, Quinn would not join up with Mr. Damian Saint, would not align himself with him. So brought in, so Saint brought in Joey Jet Avalon. The entire time that Aaron Stone had the rocket to the top briefcase, they stood in his path every single time to make sure that he didn't cash in. They had Ryan Matthews take the place of Quinn after Damian Saint vacated the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship at Kicks on 66 last year. They've tried Ryan Matthews as a weapon. And now they got the master of the Chicago bear hug as their weapon. Damian Saint wants control of that title. How far is he willing to push the undeniable to make sure that is a reality? Made it two of them in that ladder match. Mm-hmm. But that's what W's there for, man. Checks and balances, yin, yin, yang, action and reaction. It just takes time sometimes, you know? Can't expect, mm-hmm. you know, you know, was it, Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't expect things to change overnight. Damien Saint's going to do Damien Saint things, and, you know, he's going to be this way until something changes or something cracks, and uh, that's why Nubby's there. I'm just there to keep, keep him in line and... Just run the show. That's all I'm there for. 
Yeah. Fucking look at this guy. Congratulate me, I pressed mute when a train came by. Big fucking deal. God. Yeah, I got total faith in you. I mean, like I said, I, I can see, I can see some improvements. I know with this Rocket Pro title, though, it's gonna be a really hard sell on Damien to sit back and allow shit to happen. Um, but hey, on the bright side, we know Stone. He's a tough dude. He'll fight through anything, and all he has to do is last two more months, and he has the whole summer to relax. I'll just say this. Uh, I'm going to stay out of my office. Yeah, don't get locked in again. Find a door that opens inwards. That may help. Yeah. Or just not forget my keys. Yeah, that's my one, too. You know, fucking Pac-Man's running around there and shit. Just make sure you're, you know he's nearby. Give him a walkie-talkie or something. Oh, there you go. Not yeah. enough walkies to go around there. I'm going to start bringing my own. Yeah, like little green ones. Have like the fucking uh, turtles on it. Yeah. Yes. Or the yeah. the FaceTime looking ones that they had in the cartoon. Um. There you go. Oh yeah. See now you're getting it. Uh, anything else going on at Rocket Pro for Shamrock Showdown? Uh, nothing else going on other than it's happening this Saturday at St. Joe's Park in Joliet, Illinois, March second. Doors open at 4, bell time is at 5 at 700 Theodore Street in Joliet, Illinois. Tickets are $15 for general admission, $20 for front row. And Bill no. Shelley might go to that. No, no special Captain Dave uh, foods or anything? Uh, I heard potentially corn dogs. I believe that was something I remember from the corn podcast. Corn dogs? Yeah. They're going to be uh, Smiley McGee, Indiana Dunes, special corn dogs. Oh, so they're going to be garbage. Awesome. They're, they're uh, little nubby dogs. Nubby dogs. Captain Dave, if you're listening to this, we need some nubby dogs. Nubby dogs. Solid. Solid. Cool. Um, what do we got next week? We're going to do the results of Rocket Pro, obviously, but what, what matches? What shows are next week? Uh, Air W. AW's next week? Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else wrestling related going on? Anything we got to talk about? Anything that happened? Pac-Man, you and I tied on the Elimination Chamber. Yeah! I got excited when I heard that when I listened to you and Dizzle J this morning. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, I already talked about the new t-shirts. Those are out now. Get your Nubby Pac-Man 2024 t-shirts or get your Travis e. Dizzle J 2024 t-shirts. Pac-Man brought up a good idea about maybe doing some kind of debate. You know, really, uh, you know, jump into that whole, you know, election year and everything. Why the fuck not? I think if uh, Power Hour Steve was up to it, I'd love him to maybe moderate it. But it was something we had had to figure out and find a way to uh, utilize, you know, obviously DJ's schedule is very difficult, so we'd have to figure that out. But it may be a cool idea. Um, But tell us who you like more. Buy a shirt. Whichever shirt sells more, they win. What do we win? Find out when you win. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. There we go. My guy. My guy. And uh, let's check out. Our election probably be coherent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. With the things and uh, the and the, the the things. We'll actually talk important things. Hundred percent. Yeah. And also stuff. That's right. And not poop ourselves. Two cars in every garage and apple pie and everywhere and everybody's going to play baseball. 
America. Yeah, with the things. And, uh, yeah, you know, the, the yeah, things. things. Yeah. Yeah, growing up in Connecticut and I had 12 dogs and one of them was, uh, was a puppet. Um, is there anything wrestling related? Anything that was going on out there that we need to talk about or discuss or anything? I mentioned, uh, Mr. Bill Classic. That's the 23rd. As of right now, it looks like we're going to have a six woman match. Uh, those from the past and the present. I thought I saw something. If you look at the MrBillClassic.com website, that C-Red might be lacing the boots up for this show. I heard he he did say on Power Hour a while back that he's going to be doing something in it. I thought he was just there to be there, but... There is another match scheduled. What's up? Two out of three falls between Steve Boz and Terry Allen. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. We're trying to figure out, as far as me and SCW, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do as far as promoting this through JFW, because I'm a great guy and I do shit like that. Um, we're either doing a pre-show live stream, so instead of doing a post, it'll be pre. Basically, how we did the SCW roundtable set. We'll be covering the match card, not the results. Or it's going to be a pre-recorded sit-down that I'll do with somebody down at the school, and then we'll release that uh, out. But we're trying to get that finalized. But we are looking to do something for the Mr. Bill uh, Classic show that's happening on the 23rd, hosted by Southland Championship Wrestling, POW Entertainment, and Chicago Style Wrestling. So, And I work for two of those companies. So, double dose. And I'll be there. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, High Voltage will be on this card. So putting High Voltage together, uh, I'll be taking care of that. And, uh, I don't know. Anything else? You guys got anything? Anything indie wise you want to talk about? Anything wrestling related at all you want to talk about before we say goodbye? Anything to, uh, to add, Betty? Pretty good. Yeah. Perfect. <clears throat> Chuck Anderson's on this uh, this week's Power Hour. Make sure you check it out over on YouTube. Steve yeah, do you t- Shut That's the it. fuck up while I'm doing this. Okay, I was very excited about Chet, though. God. He's my guy. He's my guy. God, God. My, my guy. Chuck Anderson will be on the Power Hour this Tuesday night. Make sure you check it out either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning over on the uh, Power Hour YouTube channel or on Steve Aaron's Facebook page. LIM released their show this past week, and make sure you go check that out as it covered Rocket Pro Wrestling, just like we did, and just like how I was going to as well. Do check out the fourth mother box as why the hell not. And yes, this Saturday I will be doing another show with DJ because we will be doing predictions for the upcoming AEW pay per view. I think it's Revolution. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So, guys, that's all I got. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis C. And I am the other regular guy, Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Kalabunga. And I am the guy who is late because of work. Sorry about that. Pac-Man. Hashtag give give her dog back. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.